It's time to break the mold of what you've been taught your entire adult life. Welcome to Happily Ever Employed. Career is a business, and you should run it like a business. Every episode of Happily Ever Employed will teach you just how to focus on how to do that. We'll interview everybody, from people trying to figure it out to CEOs of Fortune 500 companies. This is Happily Ever Employed. And this is Deetra Giles. Hello, 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 you all. I am so excited. So I talked about the importance of branding and I mentioned, I just happened to drop the name Nick Nelson and what he did and you all lost your mind. Well, why are you talking about Nick and you don't have him on? You need to interview him. You said you might interview him. When is that going to happen? Well, it's happening now. I have the Nick Nelson on with me today. Thank you for coming on with us, Nick. Thank I'm excited to have me. you. So what you all need to know, first of all, employeepreneurs, my happily ever employee audience, you all know me. I do not trust everybody, especially not with my image. And when I tell you all, I trust Nick blindly with my image because I know how important branding is for me as an entrepreneur, but I need for you to know how important branding is for you as an employeepreneur. So Nick, can you speak to that? Speak to the importance of people who are currently employed and having a solid brand image and knowing what their brand is. Before we even get to that, I, I always strain what is an actual brand? Because many people get confused around it because branding is one of those terms that's that's very loosely used. A brand is two things and two things only. It's what you want to be known for and how you want to make people feel. All right. Being known for a thing and ultimately making people feel a certain way is your brand. Now, with that being the case, along with that comes image. Before a person hears anything that comes out of your mouth, they are going to use their eyes. It's almost like um, back when you were in high school. And, you know, for all my fellas out there, you see that little cutie at the, at the, at the cafeteria table, and you're like, man, she kind of cute. And then you walk over there and you strut and you be like, hey, what's your name? Right now, based on what she said and how she said it, you made a determination. You made a determination. Am I going to continue this conversation or am I going to hang a left and be like, all right, well, nice to meet you <laughs> and move on to the next. Right. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm serious. I'm serious. So. So the same thing is with your image and style and your brand. An image is more than just what you wear. It is how you carry yourself. It's body language. It's confidence. It's are you looking me in the eye? Um, some of some of you have. Um, there's a termina terminology called RBF. I don't know if you've ever heard of it before, but if you have it. If you have it, you got to recognize it. Be true with yourself. If you know that if you rest your face and you look real, real mean, right, you might want to just say, stop. Hey, stop. S smile. Fix your face. I tell people all the time, fix your face. Like grandma used to say, fix your fix face. Your face. <laughs> fix your face. Right. You got to understand. You got to understand. You know, some of y'all can't look too intensely. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> some of you can't listen too intensely. You got to fix your face. 
right? Because if you don't, people are going to be like, what's wrong with you? Are you, are you upset? Am I, ang- am I bothering you? Are you angry? All of that is image. Uh-huh. All of that is image, right? All of that is image, right? And you got to understand that about yourself and your personality, your disposition. And you got to be real with yourself. You also have to understand your environment uh, from a corporate standpoint. Not everything is appropriate. Like mm-hmm. I used to work at UPS and I never forget when I first worked there, they made me shave off my goatee. Now, for a black man, your goatee is your badge of honor, right? You know, that's the that's symbolic of I'm a brother. I got a goatee. When they made me shave it off, I, I was just kind of like, it felt like I was off brand. But mm-hmm. it was a part of the culture and the environment. So, so there are some times when which you even might have to adapt. But just because I did that didn't mean that I didn't wear, you know, my nice slacks, you know, my shirt like I wear it. I didn't wear a polo shirt. I wore the nice button down, that sort of deal. So I still kept elements of my brand that still remained intact for me. But I had to make some modifications, and that modification was to facial hair. So understanding that your brand is what you want to be known for, how you want to make people feel, but it goes beyond just attire. It's um, your full energy. It's all mm-hmm. about the energy and the energy that you are projecting. That's that's what image is. So what I love about what you said is I think people so often miss that. It's what you said, what you want to be known for and how you make people feel. And it's more than just how you dress. How you dress is a reflection of all of that. But that's important to grasp. Well, when you're talking to someone who's an employee, how do you help them kind of identify and hone down what it is they want to be known for? Because everyone thinks, oh, I want to be known as the engineer. Nah, it's 5 million engineers out there. They're engineers graduating every day. You don't want to be known as the engineer. How do you help them separate what they do from what they want to be known for and how they make people feel. A lot feel. of it you have to look at in terms of what makes them special, right? Mm. Uh, everybody has what I call superpowers. Like, I'm a big Marvel fan. And with the Marvel franchise, first of all, Marvel is the biggest franchise on Earth built off the backs of people. And that just shows mm. you how important people are because people buy into people, they don't buy into brands. That being the case, each Marvel character has their own brand. They have their own origin story, uh, but they also have their own uh, superpower. So mm-hmm. with Iron Man, he has the, you know, his hand and it goes out and the light electrifies, you know, something's about to go down. Thor, he has his hammer. And when he slings that Joker, you know, something is about to go down and et cetera, et cetera. Hulk, when he turns green, watch out. It's about to go down. Right. What is your superpower that as soon as it shows itself, as soon as it appears, it's about to go down. (laughs) That is that is how you differentiate yourself from the pack, man. So it's more than just being an engineer. But what is your superpower around being an engineer? Are there specific areas of engineering that you are better at than others? Are there specific things within your overall tool set. Are you one who is an orator? Are you one that is an out-of-the-box thinker? Are you one that has great relationships? What are your superpowers that you can now integrate into your occupation that will allow you to stand out and attract the right people who in turn can help to elevate you and elevate your career? 
I love it. And you all, so what you need to know is you can, you could actually work with Nick. Nick will walk you through figuring out what your superpower is. And I will make sure he shares his information at the end so you can reach out to him. But you absolutely have to know your superpower. And part of that is identifying how you mesh your authenticity with the brand of the company. And Nick, you talked about a little bit when you were at UPS, but how do, how do people navigate that? It's something I had to do. I had to realize, okay, I live in a black suit, gray suit, maybe a khaki suit world, and I am a colorful girl. Listen, I might have some khaki jewelry, but everything else is gonna be bright. Right. So how do they begin to mesh their authentic selves with the brands of the company. It's always helpful to identify what the through line is going to be. All right. Mm. So um, it's integrating your own personality, but um, keeping in mind the culture and the professionalism that you have to maintain. But it's that personality that stands out. It's, it's mm -hmm. almost like, you know, each day we um, get bombarded with millions of different messages, but um, if you were to close your eyes and you look and you imagine a million dots, uh, but then there's a one red dot, right? Mm -hmm. It's that one red dot that stands out. So what can you do even within your culture and, and within your environment uh, that can stand out? You know, one of the companies that I always talk about quite frequently is Chick-fil-A because Chick-fil-A is rooted in uh, organizational culture. And that culture goes from the corporate office all the way to the person that's taking your order in the drive through mm -hmm. right? It's that of customer service. The first time I ever met Dan Cathy, um, the funny story is I met him and one of my business partners said, Hey man, do you know who that is? And when I met Danny, he was like, yes, I work in customer service. And I was like, okay, great. Right. He gave me a little coupon for a full, you know, Chick-fil-A meal. I was like, oh, great. That was his business card. And my boy was like, man, that was Dan Cathy. I was like, you, you like, you know, this? I said, like, yeah, he's in customer service. He's like, fool, that's the, the CEO of Chick-fil-A. I was like, oh, really? It was even ingrained in him. But right. you know what he did? You know what he did? He kept his personality. He was friendly. He was humble. Um, Dan plays the sack. Dan plays the uh, the trumpet, right? You know, he, there's little things about him that he still keeps intact. His personality isn't there, but he's able to intersect what he loves and his passion for the culture of the organization. Just because mm -hmm. you work for an organization does not mean you lose yourself. Right? I love that. Because you work for an organization does not mean you lose yourself. It is yourself that actually makes that organization. Again, it's because people buy into people. They don't buy into brands. It's understanding where is the intersection of your life story and your own culture, your values and what's important to you and how you intersect that with that of the organization. That's how you do it. I love that. I love that just you don't lose your personality just because you work somewhere. And it's funny you say that because I remember when I was in the khaki suit, black suit, gray suit world, a friend of mine said, Deetra, your personality is bright. Like you don't have to put on orange. When you walk into a room, you are orange. You are yellow. You, <laughs> Your personality right. is just bright. And you can't, a black suit cannot tone that down, mm -mm, right? And so I love, I absolutely love that idea of your personality. Now, let's talk specifically about headshots. Mm -hmm. How do you feel about these executives who only have the company-sponsored headshots? 
So what that does is it just makes you like everybody else. Okay. Mm. Now, um, being like everybody else is um, not what helps you to elevate. Fortune favors the bold. Fortune mm. favors the bold. Anybody that has been able to achieve bold things in this world has made bold moves and done things in a bold way. Right. Not to say that you can't uh, be promoted with, you know, the standard corporate headshot, but you're just another C, another another black dot in the sky. You're not that red one. You're not that red one. Right. And so the thing about um, the corporate shots that that often occur is that, number one, uh, there is no there's no intentionality put into it. Right. You are probably not intentional in terms of what you're wearing, how you're doing. The person on the other end of the, you know, taking a shot is, you know, treating you like you in middle school. Say cheese, you know, if they even do that, you know, right. and, and it's something that happens very quick. And it's not the whole process is not intentional. But mm -hmm. uh, if you are intentional uh, in terms of, you know, scheduling it, if you are intentional about laying out your clothes the night before, let them breathe, right? Let your clothes breathe. Let your clothes breathe the let night breathe. before. Let them breathe. <laughs> let them breathe, right? You know, lay that thing out. Look in the mirror before you, you know, the evening before. Make certain you're good. You know, my fellas, make you certain you got a haircut and an iron shirt. You know, if, you, if you're intentional, right? You're intentional about selecting the person that's going to do it. Looking at their portfolio of work and saying, ah, you know, people of color, which I work with a lot, we have this one word is called melanin, right? <laughs> that means you got to have light. You got to have light. Got to have light. I've seen so many black folk. Oh, man, look so dark in these images, man. And then and then sometimes, depending upon the person, you have to bring it out of them because not everybody is going to have that. And the thing about headshots and images like that is the most important characteristic is the eyes. The mm. eyes are the most important thing. You can tell a lot about a person by looking in their eye. And so it's wow. just making certain that all of these elements are in place. You know, the, the environment, the, the table is set. The table has to be set for a good meal. Uh, and, mm -hmm. and at the end of that, you get a good result. And oftentimes it's fast food with these corporate headshots, man. It ain't, it ain't, it's the, it's the inside of the grocery store. It ain't the outside. It ain't fresh. It's inside. It's the inside aisle where the junk is. So, you know, it's just kind of like, you got to be mindful of that. It's funny you say that because I, I, you know, I take a lot of images and I've been with the corporate headshot people and I'm thinking, the real for real photographers that are intent on getting the right image, they're with you a good hour before they really get their flow. It's about 10, 15 minutes before we're in to get a flow. You get a flow. <laughs> the corporate image, they're like, all right, come in, you're in and out five minutes. And I'm like, I wasn't even feeling myself yet. How you, how you got the image? You could have got my best up. image. I have not hit my stride yet. Um, so what I love about it is I, someone saw some of the images you took from me and they said, oh, my gosh, who was the photographer? And I had to pause them. I said, no, 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 no. This is not a photographer. This is a, a brandpreneur, as, we, as you say. <laughs> this is a person that took the time to know me and to help me develop my brand and taking images was a part of that brand development, but don't confuse him for a photographer, Yeah, right? And so it's so important that 
as the, the employeepreneurs, you all in this audience, the happily ever employed audience, is so important that you have someone that is not just taking images of you, but someone that's taking brand images of you. Because if your images are great, but not on brand, like I told you in the story before, Nick caught me. I was ready to take off my glasses for an image. And Nick said, nah, sugar, that's not on brand. What is the importance of picking the right person? Because you were the right person to capture those images because I was so ready to take off my glasses. And you were right. What is the importance and how do they pick somebody that can truly capture, help them capture their a brand? It has to do with like anything else. It has to be a connection, right? There has to be a connection between you and that other person. One of the things that I'm mindful of and that I tell people about and I encourage is, is called social proof. Social proof mm -hmm. is social media is your portfolio nowadays. Take mm -hmm. a look at various photographers and look at them online. Uh, if you are going to look at the reviews, if you buy your little, um, and it's always little, we understand. Little. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're going to look at the reviews when you're going to buy your little, you know, curling irons or you're going to buy your, your air fryer, right? Um, please look at the reviews for everybody else. See what other right. people have to say about the person that's going to be in control of your brand and your image. You want to make certain that it's going to be a good experience for you. The thing that I've learned about this is that it's a very taking an image of a person is is a very personal experience. It's personal because that person is basically uh, exposing themselves. They're putting themselves mm -hmm. out there. Right. And. For often, I don't care for the most seasoned person, it can be very uncomfortable until it's not. Again, yeah. it's all about establishing a connection. And the, the stronger the connection that you have to that other person, the stronger the trust factor, the more you feel like you can release, you can be your best self, and you can allow your personality to bubble up to the top. Because with that first one, that first snap, it ain't. It ain't. Your personality is not there, right? Mm -hmm. It's going to take, take a solid, you know, you know, five minutes or so before that connection. It's kind of like working out. You know, anybody who works out there, you're not just going to go into full stride. You got to, you know, you got to warm up, right? You got to stretch. You got to stretch. You know, I love, I love running. I ain't as young as I used to be. It take me about 45 minutes just to warm up to take a 30 minute run. That's okay, though. That's okay. That's because okay. soon as I'm, soon as, oh boy, it's on and popping. Right. I got my pace. I'm good. But it's going to take me. It's going to take me a solid 45. Right. I'm right. just not going. I'm just not going to wake up out the bed and go. That ain't my world. So um, it's the same thing. It's the same thing with the person that's doing that. Understand it's going to take a second for you to just get the energy up for you to feel right. For that person to feel confident for the energy to go. And then let it let let it let it ride. But you always have to do your research first. See what that person's like, what their what their clients have to say. Um, see if you like their style, because everybody has their own style and find that person that's right for you and always ask for recommendations. I love it. But the big key in all of this is before you do anything, before you focus on images, you need to make sure that you know what your brand is. Correct. What do you want to be known for? How you want to and how do you want to make people feel? Because if you don't know what your brand is, your images will be off. Mm -hmm. You you'll be and even down to what you wear. Correct. How, how are you going to be dressed? How is your makeup going to be? All of that is going to matter. And people are so quick to, oh, I need images. Let me get in front of a camera. 
well, you want to be known as a world traveler and you took pictures at your house. That, that's a disconnect. That don't right? work. Yeah. So, so, Nick, I am so happy that you joined us. Please tell the audience how they absolutely. can find you. Um, on LinkedIn, I'm Nick F. Nelson. Um, or across all channels, you can Google me. Brandpreneur, B-R-A-N-D-P-R-E-N-U-E-R, not E-U-R, because it's all about you. So if you spell Brandpreneur and you don't see me, you spelled it right. That means you need to spell it wrong. It's Brandpreneur, R-E-N-U-E-R, because it's all about you. Um, but uh, across all social media channels, you'll find me. Now, you all, this puts something on you. You know, on these sessions, I always tell you, this is not about what you learn. It's about what you actually do. You need to go out and get branding. I, I endorse Nick, and he is amazing. But if you don't use Nick, use someone. You're probably making a bad decision. But still, <laughs> use someone because your brand is just as important to you as it is to an entrepreneur. As I tell you over and over and over again, you are a multi-billion dollar organization and your career is your product. You have to be on brand consistently and intentionally. So thank you so much, Nick. Thank you for coming on with us and sharing your knowledge with the Happy Every Boy you audience. Remarkable. You're remarkable. Thank you. I appreciate you for listening to Happily Ever Employed. Don't just change your life, change your friend's life and make sure to share this podcast. You can find me at Deetra Giles on Facebook or D-U-G-I-L-E-S on Instagram and Twitter. If you want to email me, you can reach me at D-U-G-I-L-E-S at execuprep.com. That's E-X-E-C-U-P. P-R-E-P.com. And remember, I love you with my whole heart area. So go out, be great, unapologetically and on purpose.